It is 7 o'clock Tuesday, Podcast Tuesday, and it is time for another episode of Uproot on Air, brought to you by the Broadcast Network, EBN, East Broadcast Network, in association with Uproot INC and KNFK Services. And I am your host, A. Dean. This Podcast Tuesday, we are back on the West Coast in California, in L.A., doing it in L.A. this week, streaming live from Cali, and we're going to be talking about part two to Knowing Your Rights. Remember, a few weeks ago, we did part one of Know Your Rights. We're going to finish it out, getting a little bit more involved with if the police show up to your door, what to do. If you get arrested, what to do. And if your rights get violated, what you need to do. So, we back in Cali, baby. L.A., sit back, relax, and enjoy another half hour with me and Uproot On Air. And we'll be back after the break. For the fifth time, it's a slow grind. Better than no grind, no showtime, more like cold mine. Finna put the weed in the air like some tether. Pull up a microphone and whip something together. Like baking soda and coke. They said I'd never be dope. Listening to about 30 haters of how you losing hope. Thinking a pudgy player at the end of his rope. I'm stubborn and don't give a fuck, so no. I warm up and look from the knife from the coach. Welcome back from the break. The artist you just heard is a uh, artist called Killing Fields, who has a album streaming currently on Spotify. So if you get a chance, you know, we're always looking to highlight up and coming artists from the vast genres out there. Check it out. Killing Fields on Spotify. And we appreciate the young man for allowing us to be able to highlight um, some of his music, but you can check him out on Spotify also. So last week we got into knowing what your rights are. And it's imperative that you know what your rights are in this country so that if it's violated, you know exactly what to do when you're in violation of it. And you also know exactly what rights you are having violated. So, again, we're going to get back into that. So last week we talked about what happens when you um, have your rights violated, when you're encountering law enforcement in public and as well as when you're dealing with law enforcement on a traffic stop. So there are three things that we want to cover today. We want to talk about knowing your rights when the police are at your door and knowing your rights when you get arrested and how to get in contact with the right authorities when your rights are violated. So, there is one case or one circumstance when an officer or law enforcement officers can come into your house 
without having a search warrant. And that's called an exigent circumstance or hot pursuit. And it's exactly what it sounds like when law enforcement legally are in hot pursuit of a suspect who's committed a crime and that person enters your home. They have justification to hot pursuit that person into your home and make a lawful arrest of that person. That's an excellent circumstance. That is one of the only times law enforcement can enter your home without having a search warrant. So if the police are chasing somebody from a scene of a burglary and they run into your home, or if you are the person that runs from a burglary and you run into your home, they can enter that home to make an arrest. So the police are chasing you or the suspect from the scene of burglary and you suddenly dash into someone's apartment to escape them, they will be able to go into that home. But if they show up to your door and they do not have a search warrant, this is what you need to do. Now, again, we are getting this information from the ACLU's website and they have a section on their website that explains to people what needs to be done in situations based off of law. Fourth Amendment law is what this is based off of if you're having your rights violated. So law enforcement shows up to your door, you do not have to invite them in. You know, the old vampire movies. I don't know if you guys watch horror movies, but I know coming up as a kid, my mother used to watch vampire movies and, you know, whatever it is, what it is. So, and the vampire would always say, I can't come in until you invite me. Well, and in reality, I know this sounds stupid, but police are like vampires in the instance because if you don't invite them in guess what they don't have any authority you don't have any power over you and that's a reality so if they show up to your door you don't have to let them in if they don't have a search warrant or an arrest warrant for you or whoever it is in their house so this is what you should do you don't invite them into your house you can actually talk to them through the door and ask them to show some identification. This is important because there have been instances where people have pretended to be law enforcement officers. Also on traffic stops, people get pulled over from people pretending to be cops and they get killed and are hurt or in some instance, they uh, get sexually violated. You do not have to let them in unless they can show proof that they have a warrant and it's signed by a judge, magistrate judge, particularly in Georgia, or the ones that sign um, search warrants and arrest warrants. So if they don't have a warrant signed by a judge, then you don't have to let them in. And it has to list your address on it. And if it's a search warrant, it has to say what it is that they're going to be looking for. And you don't have to let them go in any other room, but the room that they're searching something for. So if you ever get a knock on the door and there's some cops standing outside and they're talking about they want to come inside you don't have to let them in you don't even if they get called to your residence for a disturbance you don't have to let them in now some of them think that they have a perceived authority to be able to come into your house now if there's an accident circumstance that would dictate that like there was like somebody in the background screaming and they received a call saying that, well, maybe 
there was a domestic violence situation coming going on. That's a common thing. And a lady was in the background screaming, and you were the man at the door. I mean, they're going to try to make their way in. They're going to try to force their way in. And they can use that as an excellent circumstance. But that's not always the case. So if you do let them in, just know that once you let them in, you have given them the authority to do what they do. If you don't let them in and they don't have a search warrant, you don't have to let them in. But once they are in, they can only search the address listed on the warrant. And they can only search in the areas for the items that's listed. And you don't even have to say anything to them once they're in there. You can still remain silent. That is your right. The right to remain silent. You shouldn't answer any questions or speak to them at all if you don't want to. I wouldn't. And you should make sure that when they're conducting the search, they are only in the areas that they're supposed to be in. Do not let them violate your rights because they will slick try to violate your rights. They'll be real slick and be real core you know, um, not coercive. What's the word I'm looking for? They'll be real, for lack of a better word, let's just say smooth. They'll be real smooth with the, how they make it seem like um, they can move in other directions. And there is something that they can say, like plain sight. Um, if you have something in plain sight that's technically uh, illegal, then they'll confiscate that also. And so you have to be really careful with that. But I wouldn't answer any questions. I wouldn't say anything. And I, they have to leave you a copy of the search warrant. And whatever it is that they took within that search warrant, it has to be a copy of it. So if they say they took something else and it's not on that search warrant, then that search warrant is invalid. So you need to keep that in mind. You don't have to talk to them. Remain silent. But that's how they enter your home with a warrant for an arrest or a search warrant or with that hot pursuit at exigent circumstance. Know what your rights are. That's why this is important. And if some of y'all didn't know that, well, hopefully now you know. So sit back, relax, and we'll be back after this break. that you have then a lot of you probably asking yourselves that question you do still have the same rights so let's get into it so say you've been arrested by the police how to prepare for that well the first thing you want to do and we've said this before don't fight with law enforcement officers that only makes it worse for yourself even if you feel like you're being unjustifiably arrested. Fighting with them at that point if you didn't have any valid charges on you. Once you fight with them, that then becomes, oh, that's obstruction or that's simple battery on a law enforcement officer or whatever the charge can be after that. 
and it may not even be valid before that again you have to keep in mind that they can stack charges on you based off of that information that I just gave you be careful with that once you start fighting with law enforcement officers you put yourself in a different bracket fighting is illegal either way it goes even if you're just fighting somebody else in Georgia that's called fray or if you're fighting somebody and they're not fighting you back that's either simple battery or battery depending on how bad they get beat up or how uh, severe the the uh, altercation is it's illegal either way it goes don't put yourself in that position and don't add charges already on to you if you are justifiably being arrested so how do you prepare for yourself you need to let your family know that you're going to be arrested keep all your phone numbers that you need to get in contact with the important people to get you uh, out your family and an attorney and any emergency telephone numbers that you need to have to make contact with your children or any medication if that's the case. If you're being arrested and you have your kids with you, you need to make sure that you got telephone numbers, that you have telephone numbers to get in contact with the person that can come pick up your kids. You don't want uh, child family services getting involved and taking your children away from you. Um, If you do get arrested, hopefully there's somebody with you that can take your kids and take them to a safe place. What are your rights? Again, remain silent. Ask for an attorney immediately and don't answer any questions without an attorney present. Don't make any explanations and don't make any excuses. Don't say anything. If you can't pay for a lawyer, one will be appointed for you. But you need to understand that most court-appointed attorneys are just that. I'm going to let that lie where it is. Don't say anything. Don't sign anything. Don't make any decisions without having a lawyer present. Most of the time, they're going to try to question you. They're going to read you your Miranda rights. And the first part of that is you have the right to remain silent. Anything you can, any excuse me, anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You have a right to attorney. If you can't afford an attorney, one will be appointed to you. The moment you say, when they say, do you understand these rights? And you say something, you have just given up your right to remain silent. Don't say anything. They know you have a right to an attorney. You know you have a right to an attorney. So get an attorney. You have a right to make a phone call. I said this before, if you call your attorney, they cannot listen in on your conversation. But if you choose to make that phone call and you call anybody other than an attorney, they may and can listen in on your conversation. Keep that in mind. Again, I reiterate, don't resist arrest. Even if you believe the arrest is unfair, Follow the officer's commands. This is a dangerous and very pivotal point in arrest for both you and the officer. Because if that officer, in his mind or her mind, believes that you are a threat, even if you're not, most oftentimes, arrest is where most people get hurt and killed. If the officer just happens to be 
that dude or that lady that's looking for an opportunity to hurt somebody, you're giving them every opportunity by resisting arrest, by fighting and are running. Once that happens, again, that's putting you in a very bad place. Don't do that. Do what you're asked to do. If they tell you to put your hands up, put your hands up. If they tell you to take your hands out of your pockets, take your hands out of your pockets. They tell you to lay down on the ground, lay down on the ground. Don't argue, don't fight, don't resist arrest. Because at this point, it's life and death. And if you value your life more than your ego, or value your life more than you being hurt, then this is where you have to comply and fight it in court. I know that sounds harsh, but it's a reality, and that's what we're giving you is facts, truth, based off of experience and knowledge gain. If you resist arrest, they're going to hurt you. If you resist arrest and they think that you have the potential to be dangerous, they will kill you, and it will probably be justified because right now the laws are not changed so that an unjustified killing to made look like a justified killing will get them off. Don't give them that avenue. Don't give them an opportunity. Sit back, relax, and we'll be back after the break. So, yeah, we are back in Cali, Cali. And the last time I was here, it was the same thing, like fires everywhere. I don't know what's going on. I love coming to the West Coast when I get a chance because I like warm weather. I'm not a cold weather person. It's one of the reasons why I kind of like Georgia's weather because it don't really get super cold. And it don't snow and don't do all that stuff. I, I don't like that stuff. So, but Cali's got these fires. And the moment I got off the plane, I mean, you could just see the the smoke in the air. And it's, it's really, really bad. So to all my California family out here, you know, my hearts and uh, go out to you guys for all your struggles that you have with dealing with these, these, these fires out here. So, but we back in Cali again. We love being here. California is my home away from home. And I hate to see all of the fires. But to get back to what we're talking about. So say you get your rights violated by the police. What do you do? What what avenues do you have? Who can you turn to? And what can be done about it? There's a lot that can be done about it. So the moment that you think that your rights have been violated, and I've said this on countless podcasts that we've done for Uproot on there, is to always document. Document, document, document. So if you get pulled over, if you get stopped by cops while you're walking, and you think your rights are violated, you document the incident. 
you know, it's easy now. You can just videotape stuff. And they can't take your videos. They can't tell you. The Supreme Court has ruled that law enforcement officers does not have an expectation of privacy while they're doing their job. So if you record everything, that is a document of an action that's, that occurred. I mean, it's a legal it's a legal thing is what I'm trying to say. It's not coming out. But that that becomes um, evidence for court is a better term than what I'm using, trying to find the right words to say it so it makes sense to you. So once that recording is made, that's evidence. And you can present that in court if it ever gets that far. Hopefully it doesn't, it gets resolved. But most of the case, you know, we need some... Um, some things to happen. So we need to be pushing these cases as far as we can get them so that these little issues that we haven't, um, that turn into big issues can start being resolved the right way. So yes, document every encounter that you have with law enforcement officers. If you think that your rights are starting to be violated and we've explained to you how your rights get violated because they're stopping you and they don't have any probable cause or they're searching you and they're not supposed to be searching you or they're trying to come into your home and they're not supposed to. They're trying to get into your cars and they're not supposed to or they're searching your cars and they're not having any permission to do so or they're making false arrests. Don't say anything. Again, I reiterated, don't fight, don't run, don't say anything. Say what you need to say. It gives you a driver's license, give you your name, and all those different type of things if you're in a state where you're required to identify yourself. Georgia is a state that you have to identify yourself. So if you encounter the cops and they pull you over, you have to show proof that you are a licensed driver. Most states are going to want to know that you are a licensed driver. Now, you need to check which state you live in because that may not apply to you. But most of the 50 states, you're going to have to have a license to drive legally or you can be arrested for that. We've already went over what happens when you get arrested. Make sure you got all your ducks in a row. You know the, the numbers that you need to be making contact with. You get an attorney. Don't say anything. Don't violate your Fifth Amendment right. Don't let them violate your Fifth Amendment right. Don't let them violate your Fourth Amendment right. Don't let them violate your right to uh, due process either. Because if you let them, they will. Don't let them violate your rules of evidence. Don't let them take any evidence away from you and say that they're confiscating it if you videotape it. They don't have the right to do that. File a complaint. Like we've always said, if you get hurt, get medical attention and take photographs. Document, document, document. Get a supervisor involved. Go to internal affairs. or uh, Some law enforcement departments now having civil review boards because of all of the... Um, untrusted they have like Boston has one now New York is working on it. I think California has one uh, Georgia has yet to have a civil review board I think Chicago has one now file those complaints get an attorney involved and if you have to call a civil rights um, organization to make sure that your civil rights aren't further violated and that they can go ahead and start processing your claim and get you the justice you didn't, that you need. We all need to be on the same page when it comes to dealing with bad police officers. And even some good police officers make bad judgment when they're doing their job. If they're too zealous or they've got too many um, egos or they don't understand the law themselves, which is more common than not, 
because there's a lot of stuff that's thrown at them and they have to be able to process information and do it the correct way. But sometimes that doesn't happen. So if that happens, you know what to do. So you guys, you stay safe. And until next time, peace. closing it out again we are loving 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 the responses that we get for the podcast every week and we're going to continue to do what we do to bring more awareness and to bring more facts because that's what we are here for that's what the organization is for and if you want to help if you want to donate if you want to lend a hand if you want to help with the cause in any way shape form or fashion if you want to be one of the artists that we um display on the podcast or our interludes man you know how to hit us up www.uprootinc the number one.com that website again is www three w's a dot uprootinc the number one.com go to our links on our instagram facebook and twitter pages and like follow share tell everybody about what we do youtube page coming up like follow share let everybody know what's going on We are doing what we can to bring more awareness through our podcast, through our uh, question and answer class, through our um, interactive classes, and soon from our videos and just our live questions. So we're trying to hit you on all avenues. So advertise with us, you know, businesses, get on the website if you want to be on the website, if you want to be on the podcast, excuse me. We did an interview with uh, uh, Dr. Xavier and his... uh, medical uh, supply store he has in Decatur, Georgia. He also has a pharmacy in Decatur, Georgia. And we've interviewed G. Smooth from um, the radio station in Columbus, Georgia. We've interviewed countless people. If you want to be on the, the show, let us know. www.uproofinc1.com That's three W's.uproofinc the number one.com Like us, follow, share us. Tell everybody about what we're doing. Until next time, we're going to still be here doing what we do. We're going to enjoy this Cali, Cali. All right, guys, next week. Have a good one.